Welcome to Hindsight Hacking. I'm Corey Carter. And I'm Ron Cool, and you are listening to Hindsight Hacking, where we have talked to hundreds of entrepreneurs hacking their hindsight to give you clearer foresight. And now, as we still bring you the same great, amazing interviews each and every week, we are adding bits and pieces to serve you in such a great way. These bits and pieces are some mindset hacks, visibility hacks, traffic hacks, and more on the daily hacks. So we want to make sure that you have all the tools and all the resources that you need to gain more visibility and gain more traffic. And obviously, to get more sales. So head over to gethhm.com forward slash toolbox to grab your free resources to get the help you need to get more. And if you're interested, after you collect all those freebies, because they're amazing, hit the link in the show notes and jump on our calendar because we definitely want to help you. Guys, we absolutely love the community that we've created with your guys' help, and we love all the hindsight hackers. So jump on in and get on our calendar. So without further ado, what do you say? Let's get to it. What is happening, everybody? Welcome back to a regular Hindsight Hacking episode. And with that said, we may go a number of different directions. We may tell a few different stories. We are not limited to our shorter episodes of our Daily Hack today. No, we are doing a full conversation. We will see how where it goes. And uh, definitely, number one thing, let's talk about Ron's learnings in vegas yeah so let's let's just talk about we're gonna we're gonna get real for a little bit okay so this was a conversation rachel and i have had for years you know and and i'm sure every married couple with kids with a business especially entrepreneurs like being able to walk away and just be present right so Rachel and I have decided our joint word for our, you know, this year together is intentional, right? So I picked, I picked this to be like a Valentine's day present, something we wanted to, you know, she's never been to hell's kitchen, wanted to do that. She's been working hard. So it was just a surprise. Uh, we got there, got a limo to get picked up from the airport um, and drove around Vegas for a little bit. The limo picked picked us up from the hotel, took us back to the airport, drove us around. So that was a lot of fun. But <laughs> intentionality and just be in the moment and do it. Like that was the first vacation, Corey. First vacation that I didn't worry about anything else, and I was just present with whatever she wanted to do. Yeah, being present is hard. It's, it's really hard. right. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. we, you know, we have clients we want to tend to and, and do right by and, and thrive with. And we have our own stuff we want to do and do right by and thrive with. And we have things we want to learn and do yep. well and thrive with. And then we have kids that we want to be good dads for and, right. and thrive with. And, and something has to give at some point. Right. And right. oftentimes the reason that we do things is for this wonderful person that we've married. Yes. And they are the last ones on that list of thing of being present for. Here we're gonna we're gonna put it in perspective. And this is this is gonna be real for a minute. You work to save money for someday. You work to save money 
for someday. Then you die. And someday probably didn't didn't come. So I was like, honey, we are now done living that way. We are now going to live and be intentional. We're not going to be irresponsible. There's a difference. We're going to be intentional on what we do. We made a commitment. One vacation minimal for her and I, and one as a family. Our kids have never gone gone anywhere except camping. That's it. That's the only vacation they know. Yeah, time to change that. You know, I'm actually, I've been lucky and blessed to be able to, um, you know, both my kids, well, mainly my older one, He, my, my youngest hasn't figured this out, but for his birthday, do you know what my son asked for? What? Going somewhere. They, yeah. He doesn't care about stuff. He goes places, right? And that's because since he was five, like we would go to Legoland for Christmas. We, you know, at one point we took 23 people to Vegas for Thanksgiving, right? Like we would do holidays. We would do birthdays. My son's 11th birthday, we took him to Seattle. Like that, it was these trips, these memories, these moments. Yep. There's so much more impactful than a, a, a thing. Yep. Right? So save save your money on the things and go spend it on memories camping is a good memory but yeah, gotta, was, we've got to do more than that right we've we've got to all do more than that yeah phelan wants to see the ocean right she's never seen the ocean phelan, phoenix has never seen the ocean phoenix stopped asking to go see the ocean because we've never taken her to see the ocean yeah it's time time to change that right I'm, so intentionality okay. that was the first learning from vegas okay okay second one you know how happy I am with heights. Yes. You know how happy I am. So we, Rachel wanted to do the, I call it lovingly, the wheel of death. The high roller. Goes up 550 feet. All glass. Right? It's it's all glass. Hey, Candace. And again, I, I, I was calling it the wheel of death the whole time. And she goes, I, I want you to enjoy yourself. I go, I'm going to enjoy myself because we're together doing stuff. But she also knows I hate heights. <laughs> okay. And uh, I go, you want to do it. So we're going to do it. <clears throat> so that was the second surprise for her, right? Was going on the wheel of death. And I, I remember she goes, are you okay? I said, I'm going to be fine because I've decided I'm going to be okay. And we're going to get on that. Done beats better than perfect. I might still be a little scared, but I'm not going to ruin the moment. We're going to enjoy it. We're going to stand up. We're going to walk around. We're going to take pictures. And we enjoy the moment. All right. So let me get this straight. Baby steps. Baby steps. Okay. Let me get this straight, though, because I have another story to tell about you and Heights in a second. So while you were up at the top, Yep. Of this Ferris wheel, what, yep. 550 feet? Yep. Were you hugging a railing, uh, like holding on to something that was attached with for dear life? Like, where, where were you? Where were you at on that? You want? I will show you where we were at that particular moment on the very, very top, and you tell me how I look. Oh, you look comfortable, right? Yeah, looking snazzy, you and your wife, looking good. Yep. 
Yeah. Right. Just was I like calm? Yes. Was I freaked out a little bit, a little bit, but you know what? I was determined to not let it ruin the moment. Yeah. Right. Yeah. All right. So funny, uh, short version of the story, Ron and I, we were hanging out in Cancun and we, neither of us love heights, but we ended up having to zip line. And when we thought, oh yeah, let's zip line. We thought we go up once we go down once and we're done in the yeah. story. Nope. We no. get there and it's like an hour long experience Freaking of walking up things, zip lining, walking up things, zip lining in the middle of the jungle. It was freaky. It was fun. It was crazy. And but Ron walking across bridges and up stairways and looking over oh, yeah. ledges, you would have thought he was a five-year-old freaking super scared out of their mind because he was holding for his dear life at one point before he finally said, I'm just doing this as fast as humanly possible. See you guys and left us. But uh, <laughs> I wanted was, to be done, man. That was a fun, a fun experience. So it's nice to see that you were calm, that you were relaxed, and you were present. Um, with your wife for that. So, yeah. so intentional. Uh, I was present. So let's talk about the present for a minute. Literally, I didn't look at my phone. I just took pictures with my phone. <laughs> I didn't, I, I looked at stuff maybe once. I think I talked to you once. Right. Um, but I took, like, I didn't want, so there was two rules. One, we weren't going to worry about the kids because we had family living in the house. So like if she couldn't worry about the kids and, and be, and she had to be present without them, I had to be present without work. Right. So that was our deal. Um, and she, I got to tell the story about the limo cause she didn't know we did this. Okay. So we're flying and I realized I made a mistake on the pickup time for the limo. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, we're going to land an hour before. I got the hour wrong, right? So I get on Southwest. She goes, you're going to get on the internet to fix the Uber? I said, yeah, I have to fix the Uber, honey. Like, because she thought I, I purchased an Uber, right? So whew. she goes, I don't understand why you didn't just wait till you land because you can get an Uber any minute. I go, honey, just let me do my thing. Like, just let me do it. <laughs> Right. And so we're walking down the escalator in Vegas and there's a little person in a suit holding our cool on a sign. And she just thought all Uber people did that, that you call the head. Right. <laughs> Cause nobody so this, calls the head for Uber. <laughs> right. So this lady takes, uh, takes our bag and she thought that was weird that this lady was like carrying my bags. Right. Which I didn't ask her to carry my bag. She wanted to carry my bag. So we get the other bag and she goes, we're walking to the escalator because I was teasing her that we had to have champagne in Vegas, right? And, and she goes, yeah, we'll just go find a place. I go, yeah, we just got to find a place like right when we land somehow because it was in the limo. There was champagne for us to have, right? right. And so the, the limo driver goes, so did you get the champagne option too? While you're walking? Like, yeah. I was like, yes, yes, I did. <laughs> and uh, – Rachel turns to me and she goes, what, did you get a limo? I was like, actually, yes. And he was like, I did get a limo, and that's what we're doing. So she, she guessed goes, it before you got to the car. 
She well, okay. and she guessed the whole stupid trip. The whole trip was a, it was a, it was a, supposed to be a surprise. And I said guess, and she guessed what we were doing, where we were going. Like we were totally in tune, and it was so fun. But uh, it was such a relaxing time because Vegas was quiet, man. Yeah. I, like I sent you a picture. It was there's no one there. The Mirage wasn't even open, Corey. Yeah, I was just open. there. I was there for a busy Super Bowl weekend, and and it was still dead. Yeah. So yeah, that's crazy. It was not the yeah. Vegas of old. Not seeing got, shows. Yeah, you know how many steps I got? A lot. Yes, two days. Two days. Thirty thousand. <laughs> In a day. Nice. You guys walked I a got, lot. Oh God, yeah, I got fifty-five thousand steps for two days. And I uh, let me tell you, I was in so much pain. Holy smokes, dude! My feet—they were barking. I was like, can we just, we're done. Like we're done. It's now midnight. It's done. You know, but we stayed, we stayed a little bit later. And then this was the hardest thing. Cause Caesars the last day, right before we're about to check out, they go extend your stay for free. We will comp another room for you for free one more night. And I was like, oh my gosh, like we could stay for free right now. One more day, free. We could switch our Southwest Airlines for free. But we didn't do it. I was going to say, you should have. You were late. <laughs> oh, yeah, we should have. Absolutely should have. But then I wouldn't have another fun story. So there's that. Right. Right. All right. So be present. Be intentional. And then Dunby's perfect. Just go. Just take a step. Right? Take a step. All yeah. right. So... I mean, it's definitely, we have to tell, you have to tell the story of being aware, right? Be present, be, be intentional. And through all this, you've got to be aware. And, and this, again, this story is specific to being aware of your surroundings, but this goes, this is true anywhere. This is, you know, it's taking a moment to be aware of what is going on. Yeah. Yeah. So I have, I, I don't want to use the word paranoia, but I'm aware of people if they're following me for any period of time in a car, right? And so when we lived in Kentucky, and this goes back 12 years, when we lived in Kentucky, I used to hate Rachel taking these back roads with no cell phone service because there would be really bad people that would masquerade as cop cars. And she would be going like at 3.30 in the morning, going to Starbucks, you know, and, and it's pitch blackout. So you just, you see the lights and you think it's a cop. So you pull over. And I, I begged her, I go, you never pull over. You just keep driving and you wait till you get 911 and you ask if there's a police officer behind you. No one's going to get upset about that. And you just keep going because people went missing that way. Right. And I was always horrified of that. So she's heard that story for years. Okay, Corey, for years. Now, where we live, about five to 10 years ago, I forget exactly where, a car followed somebody and killed them. Right. So got these two things in my head it's snowing, it's a blizzard, it's, I'm going 30 miles an hour driving home. And I'm going through Parker and, on a good day, we're about 
hour and 15 minutes away from home on a good day, right? Where where this- From the airport. No, 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 no. From where the truck started following us. Oh, okay. Okay. So this truck, I, I ran this red light because I slid through it because it was such bad conditions. And this truck just went through it. And it's following me. And then at one point, you're like, I'm going 30. So I get over to the left. He gets next to me. And I go. And he didn't ever get in front of me. And then he pulls in behind me again. And I'm going like 30 miles an hour. So I figured, okay, he just doesn't want to be in the lead. He doesn't want me to hit him. He just wants to follow me. Right? Because it's bad out. Right? right? So that's kind of what I was thinking. Then we're driving. And it's 40 minutes in the drive and I get to Franktown. Turn left. There's not that many things towards that left. That left is there's some neighborhoods, Elizabeth, my town, and my house, and then Kansas. That's it. He turns with us there. So now he's been following me for 40 minutes. Like I'm very aware he has a dash cam in his his uh truck. I know what his headlights work. I, I, it's a Toyota Tacoma. I know what the grill looked like. I, I saw everything, right? Because I was like, I'm gonna, I'm going to be aware of my surroundings, aware of my surroundings. So we're driving, and I'm getting up to this town, which is the last like civilization there is, even though everything's closed because it's, you know, almost one in the morning right now. And I thought it was where this guy kept following us that that far. So I was like, okay, I, you know, and Rachel's sleeping. So I couldn't even like talk to her. Like, I was like, I'm just going to see what's going on. I had my phone in one hand and there's a, there's a light and this light, there's a turn lane and there's a straight lane and we're both in the straight lane. And I turn at the last second, right. No turn signal from the straight lane to go down this road. He turns and I'm like, okay, I'm pretty sure there's a problem. The turn wakes up, Rachel. She goes, what are you doing? I go, look, I think this car has been following me. I just, I'm checking something. And she turns around and looks and we have black windows so she can turn around and look and not be noticed. She's looking and she goes, what are you doing with the phone? I go, I'm about to call 911. I go, so we're going to tell in about two seconds. So I I take the very next right, which is into a parking lot where there's a gas station. And I made it look like I was going into the gas station. The truck keeps going straight. And I was like, oh, I made a mistake. <laughs> I feel better. Then I see the truck stop, turn, and parked next to a building that was closed facing where I was parking or to get gas. And I was like, oh, my God. He's totally following us. This is now a problem. It's one in the morning. I wasn't scared for me. I was more scared. Like, what's this guy going to do to Rachel? Like, holy smokes. How do I get her safe? So I told her, I go, okay, I'm going to get back on. I go, do you see that truck parked? She goes, yeah. I go, it's been following us for almost an hour. She goes, really? I go, yeah. I go, so I'm going to get back on the road. If it gets behind me, I'm calling the cops. So I get back going and sure enough, he pulls out behind me. I call 911. A cop just happens to pass us, right? 
And I'm like, a police officer just passed me, ma'am. Can you have him please turn around? Please turn around. And she goes, just stay on the phone and tell us every road you're passing. And I go, I'm only going 30 miles an hour. She goes, can you turn around? I said, no, he already knows now. I know he's following me. I can't turn around, right? So I'm talking to this lady and I'm telling every single street that we're passing, every single street, every single street. He pulls over on the side of the road because our roads go up and down over hills. And I was like, wait a second, he's pulling over. And I go, you know what? Let's just watch. He's going to he's gonna come at it again because he wanted to give it space to make it look like it was a different car than his car, right? So she goes, just keep going. We have the officers en route. He's coming. He's coming. And I go, okay, <laughs> what do you want me to do? And, and I go, yep, he's pulled back out. He's coming straight towards us. He keeps coming, but he's further back. And so she goes, just drive into Kiowa and pull into the gas station like you're getting gas, which is closed. It's closed, right? Nothing's open in this town. And I was like, uh, I don't want to. <laughs> Are you sure? And she goes, we have you. There's a cop car right behind him. I was like, okay. So I pull in. Now, this is an hour and 20 minutes of this guy following us. Pull into the gas station. Put it in park. We turn around. There's no cars. There's nothing. Down the hill, you see this truck coming down the hill. You see a car following the truck down the hill. Right when he gets to the gas station, the truck turns on a turn signal. I was like, holy crap, it's going down. It's going down right now. As soon as he turned, the car behind him, lights went up. The There was a police car in the uh, car wash, came and got him. Another one on the other side. There was four around him and one right behind us within seconds. So I felt better. But I was so scared. I was like, now this guy knows we knew he was following us. He knows I just called the cops on him. Now what? <laughs> now what do we do? So the police officer talks to him. They go, hey, we ran his record. He's clean. He's a dad, 38 years old. White male, you know, I think he's what he's telling you is actually legit. And in my mind, I was like, yeah, that sounds like every serial killer I've ever known. So cool. I feel much better. Thank you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so he, he was sitting there and he goes, so what happened was before he saw your car on his doorbell cam, a silver SUV pulled up jumped out, broke the window of his daughter's car and stole a bunch of stuff. And I go, did he call the police or did he just get in his car and start driving around? Right. And he goes, well, he doesn't have a gun. I go, well, you asked him if he had a gun. You didn't look in his stuff to like, I'm watching you talking to him. Right. <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> so he goes, well, he showed us, here's the picture of the video cam. I go, that's a Mitsubishi SUV that who knows when he took that picture. I have a Lexus SUV. They don't look anything alike whatsoever, whatsoever. All the guy had to do was call like I did. Hey, I'm following these people who I think broke into my daughter's car. This is where we are. Come help me. 
Instead, his plan was, I'm going to follow them all the way home. When I get to their house, call the police then. Right? But if I was not aware, if I wasn't aware, I would have drove right to my house or in a spot where nothing was around and who knows what would have happened. Yep. And for all you know, I mean, he could have been telling the truth. Who knows? Yeah. But that's I will tell you, weird. when he left the scene, Corey, when he left, that was the fastest I saw him drive in an hour and a half. Yep. Yep. So crazy, crazy story. Uh, fun, funny, funny other facts, though. You've now got to tell that three times, to- four times today on four times on, today on live. <laughs> so that's four kind of funny. three different podcasts and one live for yourself. Yeah. So yeah. all right. So to circle back to the entrepreneur entrepreneurial world, to to focus on the 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 things that we can all do in every day from a business perspective to even at home, and that's be present. Right. And if you don't get a chance to be present with your family, the people that you do this for, if you don't get a chance to be present outside of work, outside of your business, and guess what? You're going to start struggling in your business. hundred percent. And I, I've, I've had my moments over the last few weeks because I haven't had enough time being present away from it. Right. Yeah. Be intentional. Be intentional about what the plan is, what you're doing, and you know, and how do you get there, right? And so this is, this is, this is one question that I think it's important for everyone, right? Like I can have intentionality with everything I'm doing, but but if you don't actually stop and be present outside of on all things, if you are intentional, you've you've got to like stop and think, like where do I want to go, right? Like you know how to get from the airport to your house. That's an intentional drive, but sometimes as entrepreneurs, we get we get lost because the road is not so clear all the time. So you there's no shiny stop. object on the way home except this black truck that was freaking me out. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> uh, oftentimes we get those shiny objects, right? So right. you have to reset and and take a moment to 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 truly find the path that you need and. You know, I know some people in their business, like every 90 days, they stop and reset and make sure they're heading to the goals that they want to go to. Yeah. Uh, Ryan, Ryan Lee and, and him, him and his wife and, and business, like they'd go 90 day sprints, right? Like I, I think the, the network marketing world, 90 day sprints, right? Like that's everybody because it gives a person intentional, a point eight, a path from point A to point B to a point of actually um, being able to reset and make sure they're on the right track, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, it's condensing time and pushing forward. So Elon Musk says, act like you have six months to do your 10 year goal and run towards it as fast as possible and you'll fail, but you'll be further along the journey than you were when you started. Yep. Yep. All right. Be present, be intentional. Be aware, right? Like this is a full theme. This is a full theme today, and and we had it. We got to have real Vegas life stories to go with it. But That's be right. aware of your surroundings, and and again, if you're present and you stop, and you take a moment to look around, yep. and take a moment to know where's where am I at and where am I trying to get to, right? Yep. And then the last piece to this, Ron, is, is it doesn't matter 
what you're doing. Just, just, just go. Take action. Yep. Yep. Take action on whatever it is that you're trying to do. What's the worst thing that can happen? It fails. Who cares? Move on. Pick something else. Right. Or um, when, you, just, when you take you, action, you're taking steps. Yeah. So you may not even get to the point of failure. You may right. get off your path a little bit, but take some steps forward. Right. And and figure out the route with a winding road. Yeah. To where you want to go. So that yeah. is that is the moral moral of the stories today is be present, be intentional, be aware, and then take action forward. All right. Those are the those are the four takeaways today that we were intentional with the set of those stories yes. to discuss. Uh, so that's all I've got, Ron. I don't know if you have anything else, but uh, definitely a pleasure to have you back, my friend. Now I'm excited to be back. It was a nice break. And guys, be intentional with your life be intentional. Like, yes, you have to save. Yes, you have to be responsible. But if you're only saving and being responsible and not having some fun every once in a while, what's the point? That's the point. Yep. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening, for watching, for being there. We appreciate you. And, uh, you know, if you're looking to have a show, have a podcast, guess what? We could probably help you. I know a guy. I know a guy. I know, God. We take all the excuses out. Yep. So all you have to do is show up, start your show, record your show, and then let us help and do the rest. So, yep. uh, you know, it's going to be in the show notes, or maybe we can put one in the comments for a link, but uh, definitely head on over if you're looking for any kind of show, profitswithpodcast.com. And we will see you next time. Bye, guys. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you had as much fun as I did. And you know what? If you're not already a member of our Facebook group, what are you waiting for? Head on over facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash profits with. Guys, we are super excited to have you be a part of our community and help you get more visible, get more traffic and get more sales. That's right, Ron. And every time someone is in our group, we get to share all the tips, the tricks, and everything that you can get profits with from your summits, your challenges, your workshops, your podcasts, your vodcasts, and so much more. Guys, thanks for being the best part of the Hindsight Hackers community.